Bleeding in the Dark is hosted by Pastor Barbara Green. She has a heart for the people as well as for the leaders. Pastor Barbara Green understands what it means to live in poverty. Her work in ministry, as charged by God, is to help his people, those that have fallen on hard times and just need a hand up. But then there are the leaders who have been charged just like her to uplift the people who are struggling. Pastor Barbara gets those calls that no one else knows about because the leaders have to be strong for the ones that they are leading, but they themselves are bleeding in the dark. That is why Pastor Barbara Green has named her new podcast, Bleeding in the Dark, to support leaders who are struggling with a new vision and a new platform that God has given Pastor Barbara. She hopes to support and encourage leaders who are leading in the spotlight by day and bleeding in the dark at night. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Barbara Green, and I'm the host of Bleeding in the Dark podcast. I am forever grateful to the Lord for the opportunity to share this platform. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, I don't know where I would be. But I thank God for his grace and his mercy. I thank God today, amen, that we are still here. And I'm so thankful to the Lord today because I have a special guest on today. Oh, my God, for this episode. And you are going to be tremendously blessed, amen, for what God is about to do for her today on this platform. At this time, I would like to introduce you all to her. Her name is Joanne Cash Owens. Joanne Cash Owens grew up in Brunswick, Georgia, but has lived in and around Atlanta for the past 50 years. She currently lives in College Park, Georgia with her husband, William. Joanne has been a faithful working member of First Corinthian Missionary Baptist Church for over 49 years, where her pastor is Pastor Reverend Dr. Eddie L. Jones. Of the many ministry that she has been involved with, she loves the motherboard, the January birth month ministry, the sanctuary choir, the station of hope, and proudly serves as the coordinator of the music ministry. She trained and certified her church as a station of hope in 2016. Joanne has spent her professional care providing services to a population that many may consider the least of these. Her goal is to live life on purpose, and to touch changed lives. Joanne was employed as social service worker for 24 years for the Clayton County Board of Education. She also operated hand-in-hand counseling services for 10 years where she provided services to at-risk families in metropolitan Atlanta, which was two locations, and her hometown of Brunswick. She is the author of the book, Comfortable Being Ignorant, while surviving the journey, which gives a riven account of her assignment from God that included her being convicted of a crime she did not commit and being incarcerated for 1,032 days. She currently operates a 501c3 nonprofit organization, Family Unification Network, Inc., F-U-N. For the first, for the past 27 years as founder executive directors, this is what she has done. She is honored that the ministry is at its 10th year of sponsoring the prison soap drive, formerly the Dial Soap Drive, providing bacteria soap to the women and men incarcerated in prison throughout the state of Georgia. Fawn's prison team has provided on-site ministry in Whitworth Women's Facility in Hartwell, Georgia, for the past six years and sponsored the COPE program, Class on Problem Elimination, preparing women to take a make a smooth transition 
back with their families in society. The prison ministry also sponsored the following program, Faces in the Crowd, Station of Hope Training, Certification, uh, along with the certification, Recovery Through Christ Empowerment Program, Journey of a Previous Incarcerated Man, Returning Citizen Family Unification Course, and Healing Community Women's Conference. Joanne is currently seeking funding to sponsor the LINK program, Liaison for Inmates Needing Knowledge. She is the mother of one son, Kevin, and the proud grandmother to Angela and Aubrey. I just want to thank you today, Sister Joanne, for coming in today out of your busy schedule to share with us what God has for us today. You are such an awesome, awesome servant of God. And I tell you guys, I've had such an opportunity to, to be around her in action with the soap. I'm a part of the soap drive with her. And I tell you, I just look so forward to when she called and ready for us to go in to help with the soap. But for without further ado, I would like to introduce you all to Joanne Cash Owens. Well, hello, Pastor Barbara Green, Hi. my friend. And before I do anything, I want to say thank you. You know, folk don't have to care about you. They don't have to look out for you. But you do that for me ever since I met you at one of our celebrations for our Dive Soap Drive. And with my just being involved with you and seeing how you do what you do, you inspire me. I, you know, you know, I've always known that I've had faith and I've had more than mustard seed faith most of my life. But Pastor Barbara Green, you taught me, you showed me what real faith can do. And just to see it work for another person and see that person serve the same God that you serve, know that you are accustomed to him hearing and answering prayer. You somebody, and I'm just honored to know you. And I want the world to know how I feel about Pastor Barbara Green. I might slip and just say Barbara because that's what I'm used to. And just the opportunity that I had to go with you to your hometown, back to Mississippi, with your unity in the community program that you sponsor year after year. You know, I, I need to be sitting down and, and facing some folk when I talk about that experience, because that experience impacted my life like nothing that I can remember. You know, I, I, I won't go into any details, but, you know, I got to mention, you know, I've never, I've never seen, I guess, the level of commitment that you all have, because you had somebody who had been previously involved with you working with unity in the community who had recently passed. And of course, I know about your hat show as a part of your fashion show, because I was in it when I went with you to Mississippi. But the lady that was deceased after everything was said and done, you all went to the cemetery and put up put a hat on her grave. One of the nicest hats that I think I'd seen. And y'all just left it there. But y'all cared enough about her 
to go through that, to let her know that she was gone, but not forgotten. Amen. That, that, that's all. Bob, that's about all I'm going to say about you, Barbara. But to God be the glory. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Sister Owen, for that. But God get all the glory, the honor, and the praise. But you just don't know how much you are a blessing to all of us. Anyone that come in contact with you, you are truly a woman of God. And I'm telling you, always get the job done. And always say, you always say, you know what, prayer still works. And I tell prayer you, still works. Yeah, prayer still works. And look, we thank God for that. And this I, is really look. Prayer still works. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Amen. I don't, I don't care what happened. That's right. That's right. Well, we thank God for that because we see the results of the prayers that still oh, yeah. working, even in this ministry that God has given you and have birthed out of you. And I'm telling you, it's touched so many lives, even in Mississippi. You have people in Mississippi ready to pour into this ministry because of the Amen. fact because we know what God can do. And we're going to let you talk about the rest because I don't want to steal the show because it's just so <laughs> awesome just to see things that we take for granted. Just one bar of soap, you know, we take for granted. We, you know, just want we throw soap away. You know, we, we can't yes. use all of the soap. We want to, you know, when it get halfway, we want to put it in the trash. But then you got people out there that need just one bar of soap. Mm-hmm. And this is what we call the soap lady right here that's on this episode today. It's going to share with you, my God, how awesome just one bar of soap, how people, want, they are so appreciative of just one bar of soap. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this, this uh, podcast here, this episode here. Well, again, I just say thank you for this opportunity. No, no um, I, I appreciate being able to share my story because while I've been at home for more than 20 years, some of the ladies that I met when I was incarcerated are still there. But on my last day in prison, before I walked out the door, I left a farewell letter on the bulletin board because when you leave in a prison, I know here in Georgia, you have to get up while everybody else is asleep. You know, they, they've got a reason for that. They don't, they don't want folk telling you bye and all that stuff. But I left a farewell letter. And I reminded those ladies at Washington State Prison that they were their sister's keepers. Can't afford to look down on anybody because everybody's got on the same thing. We're eating the same thing. And that was one of the things that kind of threw me, you know, there's even a class system, it seems like, in prison. But on that farewell letter, I promised them that I would not forget them and that one day I would come back to visit them. But And I also told them, but I'll have on my own clothes. I won't be dressed like the rest of y'all. I ain't coming to stay. I'm just coming to see about you. And after I got out of prison, the first thing that fun did officially as far as the prison ministry is concerned is to sponsor Christmas boxes. In Georgia, there's one time a year that you can ask for special treats like cookies and candies and personal hygiene items, socks. So for almost 10 years, that's what we did. 
once I got out. It was not the first year. I think it was the second year after I got out. Uh, the chaplain at that prison, I don't know how I came to her attention that we were doing uh, Christmas uh, boxes. So she would send me the Christmas list from the inmates. And I would get individuals to adopt an inmate and take that pack and slip from the inmate shopping. And they would get every item on that list. And that, that meant a lot to me. Yes. Um, but after, I guess, about 10 years, when the economy changed, we were told that we could no longer do the packages because the system didn't have enough officers to check the boxes, the packages for contraband. And I said, well, okay, well, what else can we do? And that's when I was told that we need a good soap. I knew about the prison soap. I thank God that I didn't have to use it during my incarceration because God blessed me with the kind of support. I always had some money on my books so I could buy free world soap and didn't have to use that prison soap, which was real good for cleaning tennis shoes. But now it would mess up your face in one, one or two other prized places. So women really did not like using it. So when we were told that we could um, provide soap instead, I'm thinking, well, we ought to be able to just get a little soap. I asked uh, Chaplain Jett, Chaplain Johnny Jett, he's deceased uh, at Arendelle State Prison. How much soap are you talking about? And he said about 4,500 bars. I had to lay down because I'd never had anybody to ask me for 4,500 nothing. Wow, wow. But that first year, God blessed us, and we came up with 5,700. Praise God. And during the course of, there was a church in Lithonia, Georgia. I, I don't take credit for stuff I don't do. They participated in the Dial Soap Drive. But what they did, they wouldn't be, I, I, you know, I saw something that I had not anticipated. That church took a mailing label and had a scripture typed on each one of their labels and they put that label on the soap. Mm -hmm. So not only, not only do we send the soap in, each bar soap is labeled with a scripture, something that's gonna encourage and empower inmates doing some dark, dark hours. And we've gotten Oh, so, so many letters from inmates all across the state of Georgia, because that's how far this dial soap drive spread. I think we had about 48 cities throughout the state awesome. participating in this drive. Yeah, it, it not only is it awesome, it's God. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. My God. My God. So, um. Since we've been doing the, the dial soap drive, 
it's uh, what, 406,624 bars of soap that we've done in the nine years that we have sponsored soap for, for the inmates. This year is our 10th year. And the way we did it was we would ask churches to please participate. And their members would just bring in bars of dial soap. And that's when we would have our big packing party. That's where we'd get meat and put the labels on, put the, the Bible verses on the bars. Just to see how important this, this was for, I guess, I, what I remember about, just threw me about this drive was the little ladies at my church, First Corinth Missionary Baptist Church, my pastor, Reverend Dr. Ed L. Jones, they would come to church with their purses, their canes, and a bag that had soap in it. And it just made them feel like they could still do something. So this is why we've continued and it's just spread. Um, I think four years ago, the General Missionary Baptist Convention of Georgia partnered with us. And that's what helped us to get this statewide recognition because I think it's over 600 churches that's involved with that that conference. But just to see how people have really just gotten into this soap, it's just mind, it has been mind boggling to me. And then I have had the opportunity for years now to be a part of the Christmas party at a couple of the prisons where I've actually been there to hand out the soap to the ladies and to see them start crying before they even get up to us to get the soap. I'll never forget, it was about four years ago. There was this, she was just strikingly pretty. This young lady came through the line, she said, I saw you last year. Why do you do this? Say, you know, why do you care about me having some decent soap? Do do you know the kinds of things that I've done? And what I go for is just to hug them. And I'm known. Every lady that comes through the line to get their soap they they go through uh they have other items besides soap but i'm talking about soap they know that i want to hug them and every now and then the line will back up just a little bit because somebody might be hugging me too long but that other young lady's not going to go past there you know in prison they don't encourage hugging one young lady said, ooh, I was so looking forward to this. She said, I waited a whole year 
to get me another real hug. That's that's the opportunity the soap has given me. And several of these ladies that, like I said, that come through the line and get soap from me now, we were in the same dorm together more than 20 years ago. And they're still there. And, and they, they know I look out for them. They know I care about them. But this year, because of this pandemic, and let me just say this about the, the pandemic. I'm excited. I'm excited to be alive. Yes, yes. Because I don't care how powerful man is, regardless to what country he presides in. He couldn't shut the whole thing down. Nobody but a God. And I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. Because with the things that I see, and there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of suffering going on. But God sees it and he knows it. And he's in control and he has got this thing. Yes, yes. But with this pandemic, it has caused us to be in a place we've not been before when it comes to the soap drive. In the past, because congregations have met, they bring in the soap. We put different things in place to get it to us. We put the labels on it. And the relationship has grown to the point now where the chaplains from the different prisons in Georgia has 33 come from all across the state to, to up to us to pick up their soap and take it back to the prisons. For nine years, it's been the dial soap drive, but this year is the first time that we're calling it the prison soap drive because we have placed, we have added safeguard soap to the dial soap. Safeguard because it too is antibacterial. That was the reason for going with the dial soap because they need something because of the germs and stuff that's in prisons and, and just that whole setup. You, you know, you, you need antibacterial something uh, in addition to <laughs> that soap that they give you in prison. And that is why we trust in God. Yes, we yes. have put we put a flyer out asking soap to asking individuals instead of collecting soap to make a cash donation to Family Unification Network, which is the name of the prison. I'm sorry, the name of the ministry that is what twenty this year. This year will be 27 years old. Oh, my. We need donations so that we can purchase the soap in bulk, get it labeled, and call some of these prison chaplains back and say, you can come on, because they are truly starting to call us now. Because in the past, we've always done the soap and have it for the inmates at Christmas. But they're saying, we can't wait with this virus. We can't wait. We need the soap. And Pastor Green, I just thank you so much for this opportunity because 
we we need the soap. We need funds so that we can purchase the soap and get it on into the prisons. Um, one of the things that I want to mention to you, uh, because I'm not sure how much more time I have, but you know, I talk about my incarceration. It was an assignment that God gave me because he's got an assignment for each one of us. Yes, yes. But I started writing that book the second day that I was incarcerated. And by the time I got out 1,032 days later, 95% of the book had been completed. Mm-hmm. The title is Comfortable Being Ignorant while surviving the journey. And that's a befitting title for me because while that that world behind prison walls was as foreign to anything that I'd ever done or been involved with because I was a professional woman, I didn't know anything about prisons and what have you. But today I can honestly say that 1,032 days made me who I am. And I thank God that he chose me. But that's that's the story that's in my book. You don't have to go to prison to find out what prison's like. Just get you a copy of the book because that was my diary. I had to write down what was happening with me just in case I didn't get out of there. I needed somebody to know what I was experiencing and just what that whole environment was like. You know, you go ahead. Wow. Wow. This is so, so powerful. Sister Cash on, I tell you, and just, you know, nobody but God could have brought you out of this. And not only that, but he brought you out for such a time as this. There are so many people that are women that are in prison now. And just one bar of soap, you guys, I'm telling you, just one bar makes a difference with the scripture on there. They're not just sending a one bar of soap, but they have a word. They have the scripture that they can stand on. Just how many, you know, one scripture can change your whole life. Amen. One scripture to stand on, to meditate on. You know, they're not like us. We are free to go and do whatever, but they're not free like that. But just a scripture and on a bar of soap that God has used, uh, Sister Joanne Cash Owen to, you know, this ministry that she has he has birthed in her even while she was in prison God birthed this ministry through her and so she is just I mean on fire for the Lord because she's gone through this and so just one bar of soap guys would make the whole would make a difference I mean a whole difference amen just, you know one person just needed I mean just one bar it's not you know we we can go like as before stated we can get bars of soap we go buy soap and we get to a certain point with the soap, when we use it, we're like, okay, I don't want it's too small. Now I can throw it away. But we throwing away something that someone wish they had in place. Oh, yes. Just that one yes. box. So, so I want to encourage you all today, those listeners today, those that are listening today, if you will please, please, please just uh, uh, donate to this ministry because it to the fund, to the um, Family Unification right. Network, Inc. is a nonprofit organization. And so it would be a blessing to just be able to donate 
uh, monetary gifts to this ministry so that they can they can't even wait until Christmas now. You know, because of this virus, they got to move quickly because this virus is moving quickly. So they got to move quickly to make sure that the that this thing doesn't spread in the prison. So we want to encourage you today to please, please, please be a part of this ministry. To God be the glory. Amen. And our website is www.familyunificationnetwork.org. My book is Comfortable Being Ignorant While Surviving the Journey. Amen. And I, excuse me? I just say amen, amen. Okay. And uh, we have PayPal and uh, the Cash Amp is Family Unification. And if you want to mail a check or money order, you can send it to UN. That's capital F, capital U, capital N. At P.O. Box 3, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Joanne Cash Owen, for such a powerful testimony and uh, just to be able, just being obedient to the Lord. You could have very easily said no, but you said yes, Lord, yes to your will and yes to your way. And we just thank God for the encouragement that you have just shown towards us, you know, just to see how God is still using you, even in the midst of everything that's going on. And we just believe in God that this soap is going to come forth like never before, along with the scripture. So at this time, this will conclude the episode. I just want to thank you again so much for taking the time out to come and share with us and to the listener, you know, of what God is doing in your life and the best is yet to come for you. So again, this concludes this episode. If you would like to reach me, you can go to W www.bleedingindedark.org. Again, that's www.bleedingindedark.org. God bless you. And we just thank, thank you God. again. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for coming on here. We just thank God for I'm you. I'm honored. For I'm your honored. Time here. We praise God for that. And we would uh, look forward to the next episode. Again, I just want to encourage you all to be encouraged and just know that, you know, things that we take for granted, just one bar of soap. My God, someone is crying out just for that bar of soap, that piece of soap that we throw away every day. My God, someone need that, just that piece of soap. So please be encouraged today to bless this ministry to do what God has called them to do. So again, thank you again, uh, Sister Joanne Cash Owen. We praise God for you. Amen. You have been listening to Bleeding in the Dark podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If you missed an episode or would like to share this episode with someone else, you can go to www.bleedingindthedark.org.